Hello and welcome to the Curious Choice Leader podcast. I'm your host, Becca Prado, and it's time to step into your leadership one curious choice at a time. This show is dedicated to helping experts like you become the leader you want to be, to create working worlds that work for you, your business and everyone connected with it, whether it's your own business or someone else's. Have you ever wondered about how this podcast got its name? For me, whenever you step into a leadership role at any level, there's an amount of uncertainty about the situation and about what specifically great leadership is going to look like for you as a leader for that team and that set of circumstances. And that uncertainty is a great thing. It creates space for you to get inquisitive, to discover everything you can about the people you work with, the company, the industry, the businesses your company works with, everyone's specialisms and so much more. You get the idea. This curiosity keeps you learning. It allows trust to grow. It enables you to find the best and most engaging solutions to the challenges you and your new team face. And those are just some of the reasons I consider curiosity a key value. But amazing though the skills of curiosity are, they alone are not enough. What you do with what you discover is what matters. In every situation, we have a choice about what we're going to do. And once we understand that, we're then able to make conscious choices about the things we find when we get curious. Making choices creates action and ultimately delivers results. I believe that those two ideas underpin leadership and being the best leader you can be. They're the foundation that allow you to layer on the leadership theories and practices and styles that work for you. And those two ideas also carry over into my coaching. They're how I approach doing what I do. I coach to make others shine and I do it by helping them to get curious and then make choices. I work with them to look at what they know from different perspectives, to work out what they need to find out, what options they have, and then to decide which option is best and what they're actually going to do. So let's take a moment to get curious about coaching itself so you can make some choices about what kind of coaching is right for you and when. With so much change going on around us, both at work and in the world in general, it's not surprising that more and more people are looking for answers and are looking for help with their work and their leadership and their business. And there's no shortage of people offering to help them, advisors, consultants, coaches. And some days it feels like everyone you meet or see in your inbox, on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Facebook and anywhere else you look is calling themselves a coach. And that's why we need to talk about coaching, what it is and what it isn't. With so many different people calling themselves coaches, it can all get a bit confusing. You know they're not all offering the same thing in the same way. What they're calling coaching and what they offer varies hugely. And some market themselves so you don't think you can possibly manage without them, playing on your fears and insecurities, narrowing down your thinking, your beliefs and your options. While some are all about expanding your thinking. And some coaches are clearer than others about how they can help you. So if you're looking for support in your business and you're considering a coach, how can you make sure you get the right kind of coach for you and your situation? We're going to take a look at two things I hope will help you. Firstly, how to get clear about what you're looking for from coaching. And then secondly, we're going to talk about the coaching continuum, which is a way of understanding the different types of coaching. I've always loved the quote from the Cheshire Cat in Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland. If you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. Finding the right coach for you can feel a bit like that too. If you don't know what you're looking for, how will you know when you find it? So before you start looking for help in your business, especially coaching help, you need to think about what you really want from it. So in the spirit of getting curious, here are some questions to help you with that. 
Number one, what difference do you want the coaching to make? Number two, how much do you already know about the subject? Are you looking for someone to fill in some knowledge gaps or are you looking for someone to help you apply what you already know to your current situation? Number three, what kind of person brings out the best in you? Number four, are you looking for someone to take the problem away, to help you with it or to help you work out what you need to do? Number five, are you looking to fix one very specific thing to learn how to fix this and other similar problems or to apply what you already know? Number six, to what extent do you want to be challenged and what extent do you want to be supported? Number seven, how will you know if this is the right person for you to work with and what questions do you need to ask them to work that out? And if you're thinking that's a lot to remember, you can visit thecuriouschoiceleader.com and find the transcript of this episode and see those questions written down. If you're thinking that that seems like a lot of thinking and you don't want to do that much work, you may find that coaching's not the right option for you at the moment and you may be better off paying somebody to come in and do the work that needs doing to solve the problem. Being coached is a very active process and the more you put into it, the more you'll get out, regardless of the type of coach you choose to work with. It's not turning up and offloading your problems to somebody who's going to fix them. It's not just about fixing things that are broken. It's not just talking and it certainly isn't therapy. Being coached isn't remedial. It's about boosting performance. So what is coaching? The definition I used is based on Sir John Whitmore's, who popularised the GROW coaching model. For me, coaching is the art of unlocking somebody's potential and facilitating their performance to maximise their success. And that still leaves a lot of scope for different types of coaching, and I promised you a way of understanding the different types of coaching that are available. So here we go. Now, I want you to imagine a graph. On the left-hand side, the axis is the lasting impact that coaching can have with the impact increasing the further up the axis you go. Along the bottom, there are the different styles of coaching, the continuum. The styles have been broken into four groups to make them easier to talk about, but in reality they blend from one to the other and it's a continuum that builds from left to right. The four groupings are, starting on the left, show and tell, then teach and advise, then mentor and consult, and finally on the right-hand end, coaching expert. We'll talk more about the characteristics of each of these in a moment. But I wanted to say if you're feeling this is a lot to picture, you can find a diagram of it on the show notes on thecuriouschoiceleader.com. The final piece of the graph is an exponential, so S-shaped curve, which starts a little way up the left-hand side axis and shoots significantly upward somewhere in the mentor and consult section of the graph. Below this line represents how much lasting impact you can expect from each kind of coaching. It's important to remember that all four types of coaching that we're talking about here have a place. And this is about understanding what you're getting when you work with a coach and knowing which is the right type of coaching for you right now. And it will change and evolve over time. So let's look at each in turn. Show and tell type coaches will be saying things like, I've done this. Let me show you what I did. This type of coaching is right for you if you don't know anything about the subject or if you're just starting out with a company and if you're looking for some actionable tactical advice for a very specific situation. Moving along the continuum, Then we have teach and advise. You'll be able to spot those teaching and advising as they'll be saying things like, I've built some knowledge and experience around this. Let me teach you what I know. This type of coaching is right for you when you're looking to build your general expertise in a specific area. The mentor and consult type coaches will be saying things like, I've built considerable experience in this area, as you can see from my career history. I can diagnose your exact problem and suggest things that will help you resolve your issues. This kind of coaching is right for you if you know about your subject and your situation 
and you're looking to refine your knowledge and for hints and tips about applying what you know to your situation. And finally, on the right-hand side, we have the coaching experts. If these people are not busy asking you lots of questions to help you work out what you're looking for, they would be saying things like, I have all the things the other three groups have, plus the skills and techniques to help you work things out for yourself. They're experts in coaching, and they may also be experts in particular topics. Working with this kind of coach is right for you when you're ready to take action, to make lasting changes happen, to be challenged to think differently while being supported as you do, when you're looking to stretch your perspective and apply what you know in new and different ways. All of those fit with the definition of coaching being the art of unlocking someone's potential and facilitating their performance to maximise their success. The art is knowing which type of coaching to use and when. If, for example, a fire alarm is going off in an office you're visiting, you don't want a coaching expert to ask you if you notice anything different about the environment at the moment. What happened when you noticed something like that before? What options do you have and which one are you going to pick? Instead, you want someone to use show and tell type coaching to get you out the building immediately. So what changes as you move from left to right on the continuum? Typically, the amount of coaching experience that someone has grows from left to right but there are some fundamental differences in the way they'll work with you too. Understanding these five criteria will help you know which kind of coach is best going to meet the needs you identified when you answered the questions earlier. So the five criteria are, number one, who sets the agenda for the work you do together. Towards the left of the graph at the show and tell end, the agenda will be set by the coach and you'll be setting the agenda more and more as you move to the right-hand end where you're working with the coaching expert. The same pattern is true for the second criteria, Who's making the decisions about what actions you should take? The show and tell coaches will do this for you, while the coaching experts will facilitate you choosing the next best step and the decision will be yours. Those are both reflected in the third criteria. Who does most of the talking in your sessions? Generally, the closer somebody is to being a coaching expert, the less they'll actually say. Instead, they'll focus on listening and enabling you to articulate your thinking. The fourth criteria that changes as you move along the continuum is how prescriptive the process is. The closer your coach is to the show and tell end of coaching, the more defined your work together will be and the less room there is for it to be personalised to your requirements or your situation. The coaching expert, on the other hand, will have a huge array of tools and techniques that they can switch between, depending on what you need and what's working for you in that moment. The fifth and final criteria that changes is how you'll be able to apply what you're learning and working out with your coach. In show-and-tell style coaching, you'll learn what to do in a specific set of circumstances and how widely you can apply what you're learning grows as you move towards the coaching expert. Interestingly, price isn't an indication of what type of coaching you're going to get. Given that the impact of working with a coach grows exponentially as you move towards working with a coaching expert, it might be logical to assume that you'd pay more for it. But my observation is that very often that isn't the case. I've seen people who are very firmly in the show-and-tell category of coaching, with very little experience, charge thousands of pounds to be in a group programme of coaching, while for those who are coaching experts, coaching is a vocation and it's part of who they are, so probably shows up in every conversation you have with them. These are the coaches who are demonstrating curiosity and helping you do the same, and working with them may well not only be cheaper than you think, but also have a higher impact in terms of results, both now and in the future. I had a lovely catch-up with an ex-client of mine recently. It's probably been 15 or more years since we last worked together, 
and he reached out to let me know that the things he'd worked out and the things he'd learned from our work together have supported him throughout his career and enabled him now to be the group IT director for a large multinational engineering supplier. So we've covered a lot in this episode, why being curious and making choices matters in leadership and how that shows up in coaching and the coaching I do. We've looked at the range of different things that coaching is, from showing and telling, through teaching and advising, then on to mentoring and consulting, and finally on to where it's all about curiosity and choice, coaching experts. And we've looked at how to work out which kind of coaching is right for you right now, and how to tell the different types of coaching apart. The things I share in this podcast are based on my experience. Some will be more relevant to you than others, and it's up to you to decide what you're going to do with them. My hope is that you'll find something you can take and apply. But that's up to you. And that's exactly what being a curious choice leader is all about. Getting curious, building your understanding, then making some choices about what's best for you, your team and your business. The question I'd like to leave you with is, which kind of coaching would benefit you most right now? If you found this episode useful and thought provoking, I would love it if you would subscribe and share it with others who you think would find it useful too. It would also be brilliant if you could leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to know more about my coaching and implementing these ideas, please get in touch and let's talk about how you can become an even better leader and leader of change, one curious choice at a time. Visit thecuriouschoiceleader.com where you'll also find the full transcript of this and all our previous episodes. Thank you for listening and until the next time, stay curious and I look forward to talking with you again soon.